Welcome to Jersey Justice, a civil law podcast that shares practical tips and stories about personal and workplace injuries. Join two of the brightest New Jersey injury attorneys, Gerald Clark and Mark Morris of Clark Law Firm, as they take you behind the scenes of justice and civil law. But first, a quick disclaimer. The information shared on this podcast is for general information purposes only. Nothing on this site should be taken as legal advice for any individual case or situation. This information is not intended to create and does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. Welcome back to Jersey Justice. And today I'm here with Mark and Jerry is out on vacation, although he might do a surprise appearance and pop in randomly. But today we're going to be talking about auto insurance policies in New Jersey and what you need to know about your auto insurance policy. How many times have you just signed away on the dotted line, not truly understanding what your policy means? And then when you are involved in a vehicle crash, you don't know what to expect from your policy. So welcome, Mark. And you know, I'm excited that you're going to be talking about this topic today because I think it's one that a lot of guests and audience would like to be educated on. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Dimple. I don't know if you can see behind my window, but I'm not on vacation. I'm here in rainy New Jersey. It's a nice uh, December day. But no, this is this is a topic that I feel like, you know, personal injury attorneys, people who work in the industry, it, it's easy to take for granted. But, you know, before I became a personal injury attorney, I was just a regular person. Not that I'm not still just a regular person, but I would get that packet of information through my auto insurance company and go through it. And, you know, the main thing I cared about, and I think a lot of people care about is, you know, what's the rate that I'm paying? And then, you know, they, they might look at the coverages. But really, when you get that packet of documents, the thing that matters, you know, I, I would say typically the most, and oftentimes when we meet with a new client that we ask for is that it's called the declarations page, or your deck sheet, your declaration sheet. And what that does is it lays out all the different coverages that you have. And there's some that you know, are, are more obvious than others. Like a big one. And the main reason that, that people go out and get insurance is if you're involved in a crash, you know, that you're not going to get sued personally, that there's going to be coverage. So say I, I'm driving down the road, Dimple, and, and you stop and I'm not paying attention and, and I run into you. I, I made a mistake. I was negligent. And, you know, if I have insurance, then if you were to sue me, you'd be really suing my insurance company. And you wouldn't be taking Mark's house or risking, you know, Mark losing the money he has in his bank account or what. It's it's the insurance company because I've been paying premiums. And we've talked about this before as well, but, you know, 99.9% .9 of cases that we have, we're going after an insurance company because a lot of people don't have assets. We're not really in the business of trying to go after people's assets. There's almost always insurance policies there. Example I'm talking about, if I were to hit into you, what would matter on my declaration sheet would be what my, my bodily injury limits are there. So if you were to sue me, what my insurance would cover me up to. And a lot of times, a lot of attorneys, we call that the policy limits. That's really all that they care about. What are the policy limits? You know, sometimes, and they come in all different shapes and sizes. Sometimes I think in New Jersey, the minimum is it's 15,000. It, that's getting bumped up in the near future. But for right now, the minimum is 15,000. And then, you know, you could have a commercial policy for someone who has a lot of assets to protect where there's, you know, say a, a 250,000 or a 500,000 underlying policy and then an extra million or, or more in uh, excess, excess coverage. So when you get that declarations page and you're looking at it, trying to figure out, you know, what you're covered for, 
you're going to see a line item that says bodily injury liability. And I have a, you know, sample one in front of me. I'm not going to hold it up because there's some personal identifiers on it. But, you know, for example, this individual, it has bodily injury liability limits of a hundred thousand. And then there's a slash and it says over 300,000. And what that means is that if they cause a crash, someone that they injure can sue them up to the amount of a hundred thousand dollars, or they could sue them and their insurance company would pay up to a hundred thousand dollars. And if there's a crash where many people are injured, any one of those persons can sue for a hundred thousand dollars with the total exposure up to 300,000. So say there's five people who are injured and each one has, has bad injuries. The most the insurance company would pay would be 300,000 and no one person would get more than a hundred thousand. If that, if that part makes sense. I think that's important, you know, because a lot of people don't really understand what their policy entails. And I think that it's so important that they understand what they're signing, because sometimes if you don't have the right coverage, you know, what happens then? Sure, exactly. And so there's a couple different layers with the, the insurance policy where, you know, it's protecting you in the event that you cause a crash. And then there's other line items that I'll get into that, you know, it's essentially it's it's there for your benefit because you've been paying all these premiums each month, hoping you never have to use the insurance policy. But it, it's there for your benefit as well, depending on what you pick. In New Jersey, New Jersey's it's called a no fault state, where the example I gave, I rear end into you. It doesn't matter who caused the crash for purposes of whether or not your insurance company will cover your medical bills. Depending on what type of auto insurance you have, your own insurance company, almost no matter what, will step in and pay medical bills. Like I, I've had clients asking, you know, it's this guy's fault. You know, how come he's not paying my bills? That's just not the way the law works, at, at least with respect to New Jersey. So you're going to, on your policy, see a lot of times it's called PIP, like P-I-P. So it's either PIP or a personal injury protection. And what that is, that's the amount of medical bills that your insurance company your auto insurance company will pay related to a crash. So again, I think in you know New Jersey, sometimes people have, it's called like a dollar a day policy where all that the PIP covers is an emergency room visit, which is not great because if you get hurt real bad in a crash, you're going to need more than just a trip to the ER. And if you have long-term treatment or what, you're going to either have to go out of pocket or through your private health insurance. And if your private health insurance pays medical bills related to an auto crash, they could have something called a lien on the case where they're entitled to get reimbursed back, you know, an amount that they paid out. But if you have PIP, if you have this personal injury protection, and that's primary, if that's the, the primary source of your medical bills getting paid, then you don't owe that money back. You know, you've paid this premium out, you have this line item in your auto insurance policy. So if PIP pays for your medical bills, that does not need to get paid back. And that's something that a lot of people I think don't recognize, that you could have a little bit less of a premium if you have like your health insurance primary and like, for example, this policy I'm looking at, it says PIP full primary. And this one, it has PIP limits of $250,000, which is, those, those are high limits. Those are, are pretty good limits. So if this person gets injured, goes to the hospital, gets any medical treatment, all of that treatment will be covered up to 250,000 before they'd need to start going into their own health insurance or, or out of pocket. And if, if PIP wasn't primary, if they had health insurance primary, which is a lot of times something that will get snuck into an auto insurance policy. If the health insurance is primary, that money then has to get paid back. PIP won't be triggered until your health insurance cuts you off. And that's typically not going to be until there's been a lot of treatment and, and things. So people don't realize that. Like the, the takeaway I have with that is that, you know, 
if your PIP is primary, you don't have to pay it back. You might pay a little bit higher premium, but, you know, and the whole reason you have insurance is, is in case something bad happened. You know, you go through life, you don't expect every day that you're going to walk outside or get in your car and something bad's going to happen, but you have an insurance policy to protect you in the event that it does. So it's, you know, it, it hurts paying the premium and things and, and all that. But at the end of the day, if the, you know, if something bad does happen to be covered like that is, is really important. So with this, the, this, the PIP being primary 250,000 in available coverage, this person's in, in good shape if, if something bad were to happen. And then the other kind of line item thing I want to touch on as well that a lot of people might not recognize or realize is you often have something called uninsured or underinsured motorist coverage listed on your deck sheet as well, your declarations page. And what that means is back to the example of, of me rear-ending you, Dimple, is, is say I didn't have insurance. I didn't have an insurance policy. So you turn around and you go to sue me and, you know, I've got no assets. I've, I don't, you know, have any properties and I, I don't have any insurance. You have something oftentimes in your own insurance policy that says uninsured and underinsured motorist benefits. And in this example, there's $100,000. So say I crash into you. I have no insurance policy your own insurance company then would step into my shoes and be on the hook up to a hundred thousand dollars and that part is the uninsured motorist and the underinsured motorist would be if i had very limited coverage say i only had a fifteen thousand dollar policy and you got hurt really bad then your insurance company would make up the difference up to that hundred thousand dollars that's not saying that they automatically would pay the hundred thousand but there would be available to you $100,000 in insurance funds to go after. So if, if my $15,000 gets, gets tendered, if my insurance company pays out the 15000 then there's $85,000 that's left over potentially to go after from your own insurance company. And that's called underinsured motorist benefits. And we see that a lot. You know, recently settled a case where there's you know, $15,000 from the primary policy. The, per, the scenario I've given you that somebody rear ends you know, this client of ours and she's got a lot of injuries and there's only 15,000 in coverage, but behind that 15,000, she has a million dollars in uninsured motorist benefits. So that's going to step into the shoes to make up the difference, which is great because otherwise she would just be stuck with this 15,000 from the, the person that hit her. Thank you for sharing all that, Mark. I think that's really insightful for, you know, the audience and, you know, drivers in New Jersey to know about all that. When someone is actually, you know, researching different insurance plans and insurance companies, what are some of the important questions that they should be asking that's really critical to have included in their insurance policy? So I, I think the takeaways, the things that are really critical are to see if the PIP is primary, if the personal injury protection is primary. If it is, that's, in my opinion, a, a good thing. You might pay a little bit higher of a premium, but if you're involved in a crash, that's not funds that, that need to get paid back. Whereas if your health insurance paid your medical bills, those are funds that may need to get paid back. And a lot of times the two options you see with PIP are either 15,000 or 250,000. The more coverage you have, the better for that. Because again, this is all, it's all a kind of a gamble that, you know, hopefully nothing bad ever happens because any insurance policy, you know, it, it's essentially there because, you know, it, it's kind of a gamble. You know, you hope you're never going to get injured. You hope you're never going to need to use it, but you know, God forbid something does happen. You want to have the right coverages and things there, or you you at least want to be informed about what coverages you selected. 
So with PIP, with this personal injury protection, a lot of times we see it could be 15,000, 250,000, maybe a number in between. You know, you want to make sure you're covered and everybody's got their own financial situations, what they can afford, what they what they can't. But it's just important to know, because if your health insurance is primary, that might need to get paid back if you get hurt. If PIP is primary, that does not need to get paid back. So that's that's I think something that's really important. Then obviously you want to know what you have in coverage that's protecting you if you cause a crash, if, if you're negligent. So knowing what that bodily injury liability amount is, that's important. And then lastly, I would say with, with uninsured, underinsured motorist benefits, because a lot of people don't understand what that terminology means. Not that it's, it's tricky phrases, but it's just a line item on your policy that you, you probably would skim over. But that's really important too, in the event that, again, it's all risk. You, you, you hope the bad things don't happen, but you know, say you do get in a crash and you get really hurt and the person that hit you doesn't have insurance, you're probably out of luck. You're, in a, you're not going to be a good situation unless you have a good uninsured, underinsured motorist policy or, or coverage for that. So that's important too, to look out for that. That will cover you like we talked about, either if someone has no insurance or if someone has, has limited insurance, they'll, they'll step in the, the shoes and fill that gap. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's very insightful. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with the audience about what they need to know about their auto insurance policy in New Jersey? And also what happens? What are the steps? Maybe maybe you can walk us through some of the steps if someone is involved in a car accident and they're injured. What are some of the steps they should take? Number one is let your insurance company know. There's buried in that packet of information that you get. There's probably terms in there that you have an obligation to cooperate with your insurance company. So you have to report it. Some insurance companies will deny your claim if you wait too long to report it. Whether you think you're injured, whether you think there's you know, gonna be treatment that you need, if you're involved in the crash, it's important that you document it, that you report it. Because again, you, no one knows what the future is gonna hold. You know, you could have something where you get rear-ended, you say, oh, I'm, I'm okay. And, and you think you don't need to report it. And then, you know, two weeks, two months, whatever down the road, that little sprain in your neck or what you thought was a sprain in your neck isn't getting better. And now you need medical treatment. And if you hadn't acted and reported that, your insurance company may potentially try and deny that. So that that's important. Just just let them know. Document things. If you if you get involved in a crash, get pictures. We've been talking about we talked about, you know, the, the PIP being primary, that's important, you know, unless you want to get stuck with with potential health insurance lien, you know, your bodily injury coverage, obviously that not obviously, but that's what will cover you if you cause a crash. And then the UIM, the uninsured, underinsured motorist benefits. If someone hits you and they don't have insurance, or if someone hits you and they don't have a very good insurance policy, then assuming what the coverage limits are, then your own insurance company would would step into their shoes and potentially provide you more funds to, to go after. If you are hurt in a crash, which again, this is all just, hopefully you never need to care about any of these things in your policy, but the reason you have insurance is for these, you know, kind of worst case scenarios. So you want to make sure that you have the right coverages and it's important to look at that stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much. I think this was so insightful. So thank you for sharing all that information about auto insurance policies and PIP and everything else. And, you know, for the audience, if you do have questions for us, you can send us your questions to questions at jerseyjusticepodcast.com. And if you also have any topic ideas that you would like to see on the show, let us know. And we're wishing everyone a very happy holiday season and happy new year. Thanks, Dimple. Happy holidays, guys. 
And there you have it, folks. Another episode of Jersey Justice Podcast. If you're loving what you're hearing, it's time to hit that subscribe button on Apple, YouTube, and Spotify podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a review online. Share this podcast with your friends and become their legal hero. Dive into more episodes at jerseyjusticepodcast.com or clarklawnj.com and check out our show notes for more information. If you're navigating legal issues and need a guiding light, we're just a phone call away. Call us at 1-877-841-8855. Again, 1-877-841-8855. Until next time, Jersey Justice Warriors, stay empowered and informed.